0: Hey, welcome to another episode of Arcade Attack. I'm your host for today, Rob, and with me are Keith. Hello. Adriano.
1: I'm here, baby.
0: And Delano.
1: Hadouken.
0: Now, uh, (laughs) yeah, wrong game. Uh, For those of you who listened to last (laughs) week's podcast, you'll know that we covered Streets of Rage and Streets of Rage 2 because we're uh, kind of in the aftermath of the long, long awaited release of Streets of Rage 4. And since we covered both those games, we are going on to the next group of games, Streets of Rage 3, Streets of Rage Remake, and Streets of Rage 4, which uh, Dylan has played comprehensively. Shall and I... <laughs> <teaching> me right off. <laughs> You're hosting that segment. It's not a surprise. Uh... Uh, so yeah, we'll be getting on to these. But first of all, Streets of Rage 3, and you know... For those of you who listened to last week's, you'll know that the general consensus we came to is that Streets of Rage 1, landmark game, very innovative, uh, brought a lot of kind of stuff into the genre, to gaming that wasn't really there before. Streets of Rage 2, big improvement, hugely pay- playable, like graphics amazing, sound amazing. Streets of Rage 3 is a game I think is a little bit more divisive in, opi- like in opinion, in my opinion, so for the simple reason is that Streets of Rage 3, I think, pushes the boundaries a bit. Like, Streets of Rage 1 and 2 are very playable games, great in their way, but Streets of Rage 3 is more art. It's like, if you want a comparison, Streets of Rage 1 is the Pixies, Streets of Rage 2 is Nirvana, but Streets of Rage 3 is Radiohead. And, you know, wow. like some people don't understand Radiohead. Like They're like, why is why is there so much clicking? Why is it out of tune? <laughs> but like, you know. There are some people who don't understand art or innovation or progress, and we have words for those people, and those words include Philistine and Cretin.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Rob. Um, I'm being very quiet right now.
1: Rob, I just want to say about Radiohead. I'm a massive fan. I, I love I love Radiohead, by the way. One of my favorite bands. And um, they kind of went through a weird period, didn't they? I, I loved it, you know. <sighs> OK Computer, loved it. Do you know, in a funny way, Kid A was my favorite Radiohead album.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I know it didn't get the biggest uproar, but do you know what? For me, when I was um, – oh, it sounds really pretentious now, but when I was going through this painting stage and some artwork, I literally put Kid A in the background and I was painting and I was loving it and I was forgetting about everything around my life. And I'll be honest with you, it was, a, it was quite a stressful time for me. I say. say like, Shut my world off, and I put the album on, and I painted. And for me, my best artwork, which I know was many, many years ago, was when I was listening to Kid A.
0: No, no, it's it's interesting. Like I think, yeah, Streets of Rage Three is not the kind of the linear progression people maybe necessarily like expected from like the aftermath of Streets of Rage 1 and 2. But I think before we go on any further, we have to discuss something which I think most of us have tried to avoid. Uh, we took like, you know, for obvious reasons, it is quite embarrassing, but the darkest day in arcade attack history. I'm speaking, of course, of Sunday, 2nd of August, 2015, when someone, I don't know who it was, because I looked it up on the site and their name isn't even on there. They didn't even put their name on there. It did a review of Streets of Rage three and gave it only sixty three percent. Sixty three percent, absolutely insane. Do you know what?
2: Because, because I, sh- I sh- that when I tweeted that review, it got shared a lot, and not there was not one dissenting voice among it. Well and I Dylan think, I-, I think my I think my points still ring true. I still, I, I really do. I, I stand by that review. I think well, it's. Dylan, a, I- I think it's yeah. I think it's a solid 60 70
1: percent game. Dylan, did you not hear my Radiohead? Sorry.
0: Yeah, Dylan. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, that, on, that compelled me to
1: like Radiohead.
0: <laughs> and look, I, I'm not on Twitter. Like regular will know, I'm not. Everyone else in the group is on Twitter. I'm not on Twitter because you know I can't buy into these Twitter like you know opinion bubbles where no one ever disagrees with you, otherwise they get muted. Yeah. Or you know cancelled. So, like, I can't, I can't kind of speak to the response on Twitter for that. <laughs> but, uh, I will say, that I haven't luckily, muted
2: or blocked anyone on Twitter.
0: But I, I will, <laughs> like, I will say, like, looking over that review all these years later, I was gratified to find someone with the same name as me, coincidentally, uh, kind of commenting, be- like, beneath, you know, on the unfairness of it. So.
2: That's you. You made the comment <laughs> saying <"Yes>, unfair. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, Dylan, you're in your stories. Oh,
1: you, Dylan.
0: <laughs> uh, so, before we get on to the actual uh, nuts and bolts of the changes, why don't we start with the plot? In Streets of Rage 3, the syndicate, headed by Mr. X, who obviously was the scourge of the city in the first two games, has mastered robotics. And uh, basically, it's in Streets of Rage 3 is interesting because there's really so much variety to it. It's not a fixed thing. Uh, but basically, uh, in the the main western version. They have mastered robotics and they're planning to replace the chief of police and the rest of the city's administration with robots in order to control the city. And there are also bombs going off throughout the city. Are they connected? We don't know. The Japanese version, however, is different. The Japanese version, a scientist called Dr. Gilbert has come up with a substance called Raxine, which is like really radioactive and super explosive. And You have to stop it exploding and killing thousands of people. I'm only joking, that actually happens before the start of the game. It's already exploded and killed thousands of people, but um there's like a big kind of international comments about it, and a general from another country has been kidnapped, and you have to get him back to prevent a world war or something. It The Japanese version seems quite confusing. So, eh. But, um yeah, getting on to it. There's a new character in the game. Uh, obviously, like Adam was not on Streets of Rage 2. Max is not on this one. Instead, we have and we've been waiting two full games for this. The greatest character in Streets of Rage history. I like Dr. Zan, aka yes. Dr. Gilded. Why is Dr. Zan so great? He's this old man with like a big white mustache. He's also a cyborg <laughs> and he has rocket skates. Like, you know, and you know, talk about charisma. Some of his iconic quotes, such as, I'm sorry you don't believe me, Axel. We're wasting, t- <laughs> we're wasting time fighting these punks and. I think this means trouble. Who could forget any of those? <laughs> yeah, Dylan. <laughs> also, if you pick up a weapon, if you're Zan, you can like it lights up. And it's like a big kind of ball in your hand. You can like throw it, use it like throw a a bowling ball full of light to enemies. Really cool. And, and like Dylan, you know, mentioned the plot earlier on. There is a lot more plot in this game. You get updates after each level, but like all the characters talking to each other. And, you know, like, it's interesting because, Dilly, you were talking about streets in your Streets of Rage 2 kind of thing uh, last week about, like, Streets of Rage 2 is quite kind of confusing. You're like, why am I going to these really weird levels? <laughs> but Streets of Rage 3 explains it all. Like, you yeah. know, it, it adds something to the game, I think. Like, you know, uh, at one point, like, you fight an evil robot version of yourself, which is really cool, and there are multiple different endings depending on which difficulty level you play on and whether you can... S- Uh, kind of fulfill certain tasks in different amounts of time. Pretty great, huh?
1: (laughs) Dylan? Dylan? Dylan's left
2: the room. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who he is. Who is that guy?
0: But this, but, I mean, do you not like the plot element? The added plot to it?
2: I'm a fan. I've made all Uh, my feelings clear in my written review.
0: Mm. Well, for for (laughs) the majority of the listeners who didn't read your review... (laughs) Like perhaps you could address this particular, yeah. this particular a point in the game.
2: Well the plot the plot I mean, and the I, sceney bits.
0: I, I think the plot is kinda of cool because it, it like it takes like you know, Streets of Rage one and two, very kind of like linear basic there isn't really even much of a plot. It's like there's a syndicate taking trying to take over the city. Streets of Rage three like takes into a really cool kind of sci fi area. Like I think it's it really kind of expands the whole ethos of Streets of Rage. Do you not agree?
3: I agree, Rob. I don't think he wants to answer. No, it is one of the, th- the things I do enjoy about it is the crazy story and the little cut scenes in between. It does add something, for sure.
0: How about you, Age?
1: Oh, I haven't really played Suits Rage 3 that much, truthfully.
0: Oh, yeah. I I forgot to even kind of do our usual thing where... I ask, hey, where did you first place? Feet- when and where did you first place? Feature of Age Three? And typically, like Adrian will tell a story about a relative or. Do you want to make something up? Make here,
1: one up Rob? quick. <laughs> yes. Um, no, look, Rob. I'll be honest with you. I nothing against the game. I haven't really played it too much, but. But a lot of the characters in Switcher Raid 3 I've played in Switcher Raid Remake, which we'll talk about soon.
0: Cool. Uh, Keith?
1: I can't
3: remember when I first played it. I think it was fairly recently. By recently, I mean not at the time. Um, I've got a feeling it might have even been on Xbox Live. So literally years later. Hmm. Um, So, yeah, I was... What year was it? 94
1: when it was released. Yeah. No, I... I don't
3: remember playing it at the time.
1: Do you know what though? I t- I just want to chip in here because um, Streets of Rage 3 should be the best game in the series, purely because you learn from your mistakes. Streets of Rage One, Streets of Rage Two. You know, I just think, in a weird way, um, when you progress a series, it should be the- it should be better.
0: Yeah, I think like I don't know, it's different. I think like you could really tell that the developers, whether you like, kind of. Prefer the game or don't prefer the game because opinion is quite split, shall we say? Yeah, like, I think you can appreciate that, that you know the people when they kind of came to do Streets of Rage three that there is desire to kind of to expand it and try to, to try new things and try to add stuff to it. Right, like, I'm going to uh, chip
2: in now. Right, this is this is this is where I start talking. So <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Rob said it about three times now. Yeah, it does divide opinion. G- good games don't generally don't divide opinion. It's
0: Good art It's it got. It's opinion.
2: got. It's got lots of things going for it, and lots of things not going for it. So mm-hmm. let's talk about the things that it's got going for it.
0: Well, we'll get into the gameplay in a bit. Like, um, you know, like we are going to get onto that. Like the nuts and bolts of what's different, what all that kind of stuff. But, um, uh, like, I mean, we'll I'm get just onto that. I'm going to
2: expand on the point that you just said about the developers wanting to do something different. So basically, it is. I think if they did, I think I remember writing this. I think, um if they had just put out a carbon copy Streets of Rage 2 in 94 with just the slightly improved graphics and like, you know, different, slightly different levels and da-da-da, yeah. everyone would have gone bog off. What the hell it <laughs> is it? Wouldn't they? They'd yeah. be like, why have you rehashed Streets of Rage 2? So, the, the I think the thing with Streets of Rage 3 is you can really see they've tried and I think they've tried too hard. I think it's gone completely the other way. I think they've tried to kind of Innovate for innovate sake, uh, you know, in, in, in a lot of it. And it just doesn't, it doesn't fit me. I mean, the whole sci-fi thing and everything. It's not, I, to me, it's not a streets of rage game. It's just some kind of mad sci-fi brawler thing with lots of annoying quirks and things I don't like about it.
0: It's so, not a streets of rage game. Like the playability <laughs> is almost identical between two and three. It's
2: not though. It's not. I mean, you want to get into that later or, or now? Cause... Yeah, we
0: can get into that later, but, um, bust it out now. Good man. You...
1: I'll
2: tell no, you I, I'll tell you a have... lot of the things why why the game is kind of you know, what aspects it's u- it's universally panned for and one of them is actually the Universally
0: re- panned re-
2: universally panned. That's see, <laughs> very bold take. Every <laughs> review No evidence. It, every review of it goes into the difficulty level. The difficulty level of the Western version mm-hmm. of Street
0: of mm, I don't think that's true. Yep, that is true, my friend.
2: It's too hard. Too too hard. People have basically said, try the Japanese version if you don't like Streets of Rage 3. They've made it easier. The Japanese I'm, version is easier to play.
0: I'm looking, at, I'm looking at a tab that's open right now. It's the original Mean Machine Sega review that says uh, Streets of Rage 3 looks and plays great with a better feel than Streets of Rage 2 and is only marred by exceptional easiness.
2: What? Yeah, those <laughs> guys are
0: madness. <laughs> those guys are
2: mad. <laughs> I'm telling you, no. Tell me. I mean,
0: that's, that's gut.
2: He's no Jazz Rignall.
0: Don't that. like not, <laughs> you know that he says it's extremely playable if it little easy. You know, yeah. all I'm saying is that's your opinion. That's fine, but it's not universal by any way, shape, or form.
2: Streets of Rage three is too difficult.
0: What Getting onto the background of the game, which I was going to get in, <laughs> I was originally going to do before <laughs> we got onto the the nuts and bolts of the, like the playability. Lead programmer Hiroshi Mamoto, worked on Altered Beast, the original Streets of Rage, and Quackshot game is twenty four meg, one of the first twenty four meg games, up from the sixteen meg Streets of Rage two. Uh do you know anyone know what was the first twenty four meg game on the Mega Drive?
1: Uh, the yeah. Street right. Fire.
0: Yes, September ninety three. Mm. Uh Streets of Rage three comes out March nineteen ninety four in Japan and June ninety four in the West. Uh <clears throat> like do, should we go through the the uh, individual levels or just do people they not really care to? about that?
2: <laughs>
0: I'm just kidding. I'm just in,
3: kidding. man. Go I mean, for like,
0: it. well, I tell you what, like, I'll I won't kind of go into all of it. I won't like go into all of the plot points because you know the plot is explained. Like, there is a reason why you go to each level, but we'll just go through it like them very quickly. First level, the warehouse and pier. You try to shake down punks to get info and like the bombs and robots, and the boss is Shiva from Streets of Rage 2 in the Western version. Japanese version has an extra uh, uh, actually an extra boss called Ash, who wasn't in the Western version. Does anyone know why Ash oh, was in is the Western this, version? This
3: super controversial kind of gay character. Mm.
0: Keith is correct. Yes, he's I'm a ferocious, ferociously gay stereotype. that was offensive even in the mid
3: nineties.
0: Yeah, would you like to describe Ash for people who haven't seen him, Keith?
3: Um, he looks like Mr. Slave from South Park.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That is actually even better than the description I have. Yeah. But like he kind of has a permanent limp wrist and kind of sachets around the level. But he's wearing like tights. He's not wearing that many clothes. It's he makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> anyway, there like that is the first level. Uh second level, you uh, go downtown, you hang out on the streets fighting bikers, go into a disco. Man, I love the disco level with all the different lights and Kind of flashing everywhere and like flashing in different hurts ways. That my it, it's eyes and everything.
2: my ears that level because that's when that's where um his kind of really random random music is yes. played as well, isn't it? Ugh. Yeah.
0: <sighs> we'll get on to the music in a bit, and uh, then you can kind of, like you end up in a bar, like a bar with a massive fish tank in the background. Um, the streets boss is a clown with a whip called Bruce and a boxing kangaroo called Roo, who he controls and whips. And if you beat like Bruce before you beat Wu, you can get Wu as a playable character. Yes. He joins you. <laughs> and uh, then you fight Yasha and Onihime, who, obviously, the previous game. Anyone know what they were called in the Western version?
3: No, but that was what they were called in Streets of Rage 1. The blazes palette swaps, weren't they?
0: Yeah. Uh, they're called Mona and Lisa.
3: Oh, okay.
0: And uh, then you get a TV broadcast saying the chief of police has been kidnapped. And who was the last person seen with him? Axel Stone, but Axel says he hasn't seen the chief in months. What could be going on? It's a mystery. See, it's got you on the hook. You want to <laughs> play? You've got to play on. You've got to see what's happening. Then uh, you go to the construction site. Like there are pits everywhere you can knock people into. I believe uh, someone has had a, a gripe that that wasn't Street of Rage two, Dylan, but, <laughs> but it's Back in Street of Rage three. Well, who could I? You know. But like you said, barrels falling vertically on the screen, you can punch or kick into people. There's a really cool bulldozer mini level where you're being chased by a bulldozer. You have to knock down walls on the one side and kick those on the other to send them oh, back. I, that.
3: Yeah. I
2: find it so tedious. I find the thing with the barrels tedious. I find the the bulldozer thing annoying. It's just it's just pointless innovation for me.
0: <laughs> That's such a... Okay, well, I'll get onto that once I'm done with this, but... Uh... <laughs> then like this lift mini level that go where the lift goes both up and to the side as you're fighting people and you can knock people off again and you end up on the roof to fight the evil version of you which turns out to be a robot and it turns out that was right and the little bitch skate was wrong he was saying like dude don't trust Dan. don't trust Dan. we can't trust him and Blaze demands he apologizes as you know he should do you not agree? No. yes <laughs> i totally <don't laughs> agree yes no <laughs> uh yeah uh basically I'll, just, I'll zoom through the rest um you go to underground railroad tracks uh, where you have mini trains like kind of rushing by up or lower you have to be like on the right side so you can get hit by them oh but God, they that's the so annoying He'll... you
2: get hit by bloody trains and carts and other crap and jesus what is going on with this game
0: And then you go on, like, a singular track where you fight ninjas and you have to go up in the gaps to avoid the trains. Oh, no, you
2: have to, like, go in the... Oh, God, the ninja thing. You have to, like, crawl into those little gap things and... Oh, my God, seriously.
0: Then uh, the track ends in Ancient Temple where you fight the boss at this level, a ninja master called Yamato, who can use magic to split himself into three. And you have to defeat all three people. It's, like, really hardcore. Then, uh, yeah.
2: Hardcore? Like, like, like in a hard game? (laughs) Yes. (laughs)
0: You know, uh, there are different levels of the game, Dylan. You don't have to play it on hard. Like even on easy, it's
2: hard. <laughs> and this is me. This is me who's completed Streets of Rage two like a billion times. I've even got close to completing Streets of Rage three.
0: Anyway, <laughs> when you defeat like Yamata, the doors of the temple open. You go down a long corridor of fighting ninjas and the ilk, and uh, you eventually get to Mr X's hideout. Get like uh, go up a lift where each floor is a gang of enemies dropping down on you, and the boss is Mr X already on level five. He tells you he's replacing the city administration with quote-unquote, more reliable subjects. Starting with the chief of police, who he's, he's kidnapped. You have to fight a bunch of enemies before Mr. X stands up and he starts laughing. Catches on fire! He's a robot! And he has gun arms! It's so cool. Like, so awesome. And, uh, yeah, basically, if here we get on to, like, the, one of the interesting things I think about Streets of Rage 3. Different endings. Depending where you are, if you play this on, e- on Dylan level or easy level, as you know, <laughs> what I you do like call... a
2: game that's got a baby level. I do like a game that's got a baby level. Uh,
0: the robot's like, the robot basically says, like, oh, you have to try harder in order to, de- in order like, to, like, defeat me and save the city. Hint, hint. So, uh, if you play an easy, that's as far as you can get. But, uh, basically, like, if you kind of go further, you, um, have to kind of save the chief of police. Uh, he's like, he- in, like, this kind of big prison level with lifts and you have to kind of uh, destroy these generators and you have, like, a certain amount of time to save him. And if you don't save him, you uh, basically go to the uh, city hall, which in the Japanese version is the White House, to, like, kind of stop the press conference with the robot uh, chief of police and say, like, that's not the real chief of police and it's, like, Shiva in disguise for some reason and you fight Shiva and, like, uh, you defeat him, you kind of win, but not really. But if you do save him, you have to go to the robot, robot factory to, like, to defeat Mr. X. The robot factory is like in the middle of the jungle. So you have to go in the jungle first and then like you go up against the main evil scientist called Dr. Damn. Or Dr. Darm. you know, however you pronounce it. And like he's behind the screen. He has this huge robotic laser pincher that like works a bit like one of those arcade picker machines. And just like those, it's incapable of picking anything up but it can already hurt you. It's like this laser robot kind of big claw. And being that takes you to the end boss. Like, Mr. X, Well, you know what? I'm not even going to ruin like, what the end boss is, because it's a great reveal if you play the game and reach that point. But basically, like you have to defeat the end boss in under a certain amount of time, like three minutes. And if you do, you get one ending. ending. If you don't, you get a different ending. Like I, I don't know. Like I just really like the idea that there are different endings depending on how you do. I think in terms of that stage, 16-bit, 1994, Had that really even been done before?
3: Um, Probably not in a side-scrolling beat-em-up, for sure. Um, And I think I I, I won't spoil it either, but I'm pretty sure I've seen what the final form of Mr. X is. Um, And it it is pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Um, But no, I do do think it adds to it. I don't... (laughs) See, it's difficult. This one kind of falls to a you versus deal because I haven't played enough of it to have a really strong opinion about the game itself. Um, but all I can say is I kind of I do appreciate what they tried to do with the story and the multiple endings um, and just the general craziness of it all.
0: Yeah, I think getting onto like the looks, getting onto like, the meat and bones of the game. I think like the uh, getting, starting with the graphics. I, I think I've kind of spoken about what I think are the three stages of kind of like Mega Drive graphics and Streets of Rage. I think as much as any other game really epitomises that. Streets of Rage One is like the 8-bit era. It's it's kind of cool. It's good for an 8-bit era game, but it is kind of still basic. Like, step-up from Master System, but not a huge step-up. Streets of Rage 2 ramps up the color, like, definition. like It looks great, really kind of colorful. Same kind of era as FIFA and, like, Rocket Knight Adventures, Sonic 2. And then you have the next kind of iteration, Streets of Rage 3 is part of, like Sonic 3, like FIFA 95 and 96, I guess, like Sparks to... Mm. It kind of feels a little bit less saturated in terms of color, but like you can kind of fit more on screen at the same time. Streets of Rage three, I think, is very much part of that. And I, Dylan's going to say he he thinks the graphics are worse than Streets of Rage two, I'm sure. But like for me, I think I think it really is kind of an opinion thing. I think there's a lot more innovation going on. The disco level, I think, looks terrific. Personal opinion. Um, I don't think the backgrounds are as interesting as Streets of Rage two. To be fair. Though some of them do look terrific, like the boss part in the first level with the sun going down just looks completely awesome. Uh, yeah, like, anyone else have any opinions on the graphics? Better or hey. worse? I,
3: I like them. Um, I wouldn't say they're better than Streets of Rage 2. There's certain little small changes I don't like. Like, they change um, the colour of Axel's clothing. I know that's a really petty thing. <laughs> Why? Why? Why did they change that? I had a necessary change. Like, Wait, the- yeah, in Streets of Rage 3, he wears a yellow top and like black jeans. Um, and obviously, in the other two games, he's wearing white, a oh, white t shirt and blue jeans. Yeah, I'm, I'm that petty. I notice things like that. Um, I kind of I know what you mean, though. You, you've made a really good kind of comparison to the different eras there. So, like you say, the difference between Sonic 2 and Sonic 3. The difference between Streets of Rage 2 and 3. I don't know if it's a bit more I don't know if detail is the right word. I think maybe they're trying to do a bit more within the limitations of the 16 bit consoles. Um and yeah, try different things. I, I did I take your point as well, the end of that first level, I've obviously seen that. I've got that far. Um with the sunset and stuff. It it is there is more to it. Like maybe it is a little bit more detailed. Um do I prefer I don't prefer it to Streets of Rage 2 graphically? Um, but it's different. I don't know. I it's, it's
0: I think like for me, there's less the Streets of Rage two levels are more atmospheric, for sure. because mm. I think like their individual kind of concept levels. Where Streets of Rage 3, I guess has to fit into the plot. So that could be like whether I guess you think the plot is a plus or a minus, it does kind of it is meant to kind of like be a progression through the city. In the same way that I think some of the other games are, Street of Rage two obviously does something different. But yeah. I think, for better or worse, that's what number three is. Uh, before we get on to the music, which I know is going to be a contentious issue, like anyone have anything to say about the look of the game? Aid. <laughs> I can see you there. The- you are Adrian is still there.
2: I'll speak. I'll speak. I think. Oh, uh- well, Aid yeah. will speak. Uh, it's he's lost, sa-
3: sp- he's lost his sound or he's not plugged in. <laughs>
2: um, the sprites aren't as defined in Streets of Rage 3. Uh, there's actually been comparisons, um, to Streets of Rage 2. So why that, why they've felt the need to change the sprites like that, I don't know. Mm. I think Streets of Rage 2 looks prettier for it than Streets of Rage 3, but. Again, personal opinion, personal taste. I think they've tried to add to the palette in Streets of Rage 3. I think it's a more colourful game in Streets of Rage 2. But again, that necessarily doesn't equal a better look for me. So.
0: Yeah, I do think like the general second kind of that middle iteration of the Mega Drive, definitely the games have more defined colour, I think, mm. they do look more... I think, like, even Sonic 2 and Sonic 3, Sonic 2 does look more defined in terms of a sprite than Sonic 3. Mm-hmm. For yeah. me, anyway. Like, I don't know if everyone else agrees. It's no, like, I do, I do. It's, it's hard like, to kind of
3: describe it. but It's like when they use
2: less colors, the sprites look more defined than when they try to kind of put different shades of... Mm. Like, with Axel, trying to put different shades of yellow on the vest. I think I want to say that's a nod to Adam, why they've changed his outfit. Oh, maybe. The, the oh. yellow shirt. Yeah, yeah. And the, and the leather pants or whatever he's wearing. <laughs> um,
0: That's a great point.
2: Because, mm. because, but then because they try to add the different shades in the sprite, it looks blockier. If you put Axel from Streets of Rage 2 and Axel from Streets of Rage 3 side by side, you'll see what I mean. Streets of Rage 3 is th- there's nothing wrong with the look of it. I, you know, it looks, I think they've really kind of maxed out. There are loads of lovely little graphical <laughs> touches. I think there's a bit. Isn't there a bit like with a fence or something? I can't remember. Or like you're jumping over like a fence or something. And then like the, the the way the kind of the parallax in the background and all the colors and it looks beautiful. It looks almost kind of borderline next gen, you know, something that the Saturn might have chucked out.
0: Like uh, getting onto the music, which I know you're not, I know like you're not a fan of, to be fair, lots of people aren't a fan of the music, but um, do you want me to go first here or do the detractors want to go first in terms of what the music or, <laughs> Everyone I mean, like, knows.
2: I think pretty sure. I'm pretty sure everyone who knows Street Eraser who's listening to this knows what's coming up. They know that user Kashiro built in his little sort of randomizer. Uh, it's
0: called the automated composing system. There you go. I did do the ran- research for this, which
2: is a randomizer, right? So they basically got put like loads of random um like notes and put like good beats around it and then see what happened. It was for yeah, some. It was yeah, but for some. It wasn't for others. It's not for me.
0: Yeah, but like they didn't kind of do that and then go, "Oh, well, this is the track." Like they did that like a dozens, if not hundreds, of times. And picked out like the most interesting ones. Like no. I don't know. I mean, as I say, it is again a matter of taste. The music is more moody, atmospheric than a number two for sure. And like you look at, I think we were talking about this and la- Keith is waving it episode. at his
2: webcam. No one can see this, but he's <laughs> got. So he's got. He's. I think. I would take Keith's opinion as the definitive one, seeing as he's bought both of them. <laughs> well,
0: I mean, what I was going to say was, like, uh, kind of, looking at the first... We were talking about this last week. The first two are very influenced by house and hip-hop a bit. You get the techno influence coming in in number two. By Streets of Age 3, it's all kind of techno and really jungle influenced. It is the mid-90s by this point. And, like, it does kind of use generative methods, which were actually really inventive ready at the time, not just in gaming, but in music. Like, stuff that was... Art- Kind of had been in, like used by people like Brian Eno in the past to some extent, and would be used by people like Otekra going forward. Like I don't know if people, uh, I don't know if any of you guys are familiar with him, but like really kind of influential, like kind of Warp. I think he's from Warp Records, like artist, kind of like uh, same era as Aphex Twin, really. But basically, like Koshiro created a new composition method, which we kind of went over called the automated composing system. Randomizer. Uh, <laughs> Well, yeah, like, gener- yeah, generative like kind of stuff where you kind of have like, like as I guess as you were saying, beats and sounds, and you you use randomizer to put them onto like interesting new kind of points. If you liked it, you go with it and kind of mix it into other kind of stuff. Uh, like, it's I know Wikipedia describes it as "quote unquote" the most advanced techno technique of the time. Like, but, you know we are that resulted in, quote, innovative and experimental sounds generated romantically that, according to Kashiro you ordinarily never never could imagine on your own. Like, as I say, like, I understand it's not to everyone's taste, but, again, like, it gets into, is, innovative, is innovation good or bad? I would say it's good. And I think, like, uh, yeah, I, I just think it's going somewhere that's really interesting. And, I think there are some levels where it pays off more than others, but I don't think you can really say that it's bad to listen to outside the game. You could say maybe I, there's definitely an argument. I don't think it fits the game as well as maybe number one or two, but I think in terms of musical compositions, it's easily as interesting as I think anything in the, in the other two, but
2: interesting is the word. Yeah. I'd say, I'd say mm. it's interesting. So Keith, I mean, when you're listening to both in your living room there, um, yep. what is, what's your sort of your overview on Streets of Rage three soundtrack maybe in comparison to Streets of Rage two soundtrack. It's not as good. <laughs> no, no,
3: it's look. Rob's right in a sense. Um, I think one and two they're more accessible, easier to easier to listen to. Is that what I mean? I think yeah. For the third one's a little bit more challenging, but there's they're definitely a more, they're some... a
2: bit more easier for. For cretins like us to, to get along
3: <laughs> yeah. with. For simple folk like us. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, But there's like,
3: there are standout tracks on the Streets of Rage 3 soundtrack. Well, dub slash. Dub slash. That's a tune. How much
0: for me? Uh, no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, but no, look look that one up afterwards. But no, it is, it's a bit more random and a bit... It takes a few listens. Whereas for me, the first time you hear, especially the Streets of Rage 2 soundtrack, you're straight into it, you know. Um, so no, I would agree with you that it isn't. It's not bad to listen to outside the game. It's Street probably actually. 2,
2: yeah, Streets of Race two soundtrack actually has songs with like melodies, and Streets of Race three soundtrack has like random jumbled.
3: But there's there's enough good stuff on there. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, it's my least favorite of the three. I'll be honest. And you know, I listen to the, the of my data discs collection. The first two are probably the most played out of all of them. Um, so you know that's some stiff competition, but it, you know it has got merit, and I do I do enjoy it. Just it's not on the same level for me. I mean, that getting doesn't into, mean it's bad, you know. It's music, it's subjective. It's all yeah, bad, you know. Absolutely. It's all bad to someone. It's all good to someone else.
0: Getting into like the kind of the gameplay and the changes from the other games, like uh, you know, main kind of changes play. Special moves don't take off energy the way they did in number two. Instead, you have a power bar that goes back down to zero once you do a special move. And, like, you have to wait for it to go back up to the top before you can do another one. Personally, I think I quite like it. It means people have to think more closely about when you use it. You can't just, like, kind of keep doing it over and over again and kind of taking the energy mm-hmm. hit. You actually have to think about it and kind of strategize a bit more. Uh, other kind of stuff. Everyone can run in this game, not just skate, which makes the game, I think, faster by definition. Uh, one thing I'm not a big fan of in terms of changes—you can't hit backwards anymore. It's minor, but I think like it does take away a little bit from it. Uh, but you know, I do like the kind of the fact you can knock people into pits and knock them off the lifts. But yeah, I think those are kind of the main thing. Obviously, and the story is a big thing. Like, but I think those are the main like kind of uh, differences in gameplay. I don't think there's really much of a difference other than that. I mean, unless you count kind of difficulty level, I think the gameplay is for the most part, much of a match with number two? Like, I don't
3: know what you guys found. Um, yeah. Again, I haven't played a lot of three, so it almost feels like an unfair comparison because I've played loads of one and two. Um, I maybe found it a little harder to get into, but I I don't know if that's a difficulty thing or not. Um, in terms remind me, Rob, the special moves, have have they changed for like Axel and Blaze? Are they Mm. different moves or, um, in such a long I think,
0: time, I think they're pretty much the same. Like mm. I get, there's definitely a star system in there, but like, um, seem to remember there. Mu- I don't know if I'm getting this mixed up with like the new Streets of Rage because there's definitely a star system. But like, it's been a while since I've played it, so I can't really remember whether it kind of brings in a new move or not. Because I know it does in a new one. Yeah, uh...
2: the moves are the same. So. Which is good no. because at least, cause at, at least you know where you're at, and I and I, I get what you mean about the power bar system because it means you just can't spam. Say if you've got a full health bar on Streets of Rage 2, you can just spam uh, a special move until you've beaten Jet or however. So yeah, I suppose there's a bit more thinking about Streets of Rage 3. I didn't, I didn't mind the power bar thing. It's not, you know, does
3: but... it just build back up over time or is it? Yeah, it takes when a few you're... seconds. Yeah, okay.
2: So you just kind of. I didn't know can't... if it was
3: as you attack enemies, whether it built up
2: that way. Can yeah, you remember. can't just keep doing Axel's funny combo awesomeness.
0: Yeah, but I mean, like, obviously, we don't want to kind of linger on Streets of Rage three all night. So uh, does everyone want to kind of give a summation of their thoughts on it? Like Keith, you said you hadn't really played it enough to form a strong opinion.
3: No, no, my only opinion is of myself, and that I should go and play it more. I think uh, you know it, it deserves an, another go. I think. Um, It has been a while since I've given it a fair crack of the whip. Um, I can even play it on my PS4 now, so I really should.
2: It's on the yeah, it's on the Mega Drive. It's on the
3: Mega Drive collection, yeah. And I've played Streets of Rage and Streets of Rage Two, but I haven't touched Three yet. So (laughs) I will. I will resolve to do so.
0: Uh, Age, do you want to hazard like has an opinion on Streets of Rage Three? A summation? I'm going to take that as a no. <laughs> Adrian, you
2: can pass. Just say pass. Adrian, I, I can see Adrian microphone. on screen. Have he you said muted, pass. muted yourself, Adrian? You've muted yourself. <laughs> All right, Adrian's <laughs> muted, which is not good because he's doing the bit on the remake <laughs> in a minute. Um,
0: yeah, uh, like <laughs> d- uh, Dill, do you want to give a, a, a short summation? I'll try, I'll, try, I'll try and
2: give a summation long enough so Adrian can restore his his audio. Um, so. If, actually, a question for you, Rob. Have you ever, have you, have you personally ever completed Street to Rage Three? Do
0: you know what? I honestly can't remember. It has been like I played it a lot when it, I think it first came out. I um
2: because we I, played it together when we lived together about five years ago, and we both died well short of the ending on the easiest difficulty level.
0: <clears throat> I mean that that is true, but we were both drink <laughs> heavily at times, so. <laughs> oh, no, i <laughs> mate. I'm just,
2: I'm just bad at Streets of Rage 3. That's, that's why people say check out the Japan. They, I think they purposely made the Japanese version easier. So I'd quite like to, before I give a final kind of damning verdict, verdict on it, I will go and get a ROM of the Japanese version, have another go, and then go from there. But what? For me, so I'm gonna go and play the Japanese version, and then I'll come back to you. But for me, it's, it's not a as special as Streets of Rage 2. I think it, I think it kind of, I, I just wonder. Whether they should have delayed the development of it and then developed it on the Saturn and actually made it mm-hmm. like a proper two D powerhouse game on the Saturn. I always like thought it back then and you know I'm still thinking it now. But anyway.
0: But you have to, come on, you have to admit sixty three percent was very harsh. That's like a chuck rock score.
2: Mega Drive, I mean, you know, <laughs> I've I've put forward my points. I'll put I'll put um I'll put the link in the notes. Thousands of people will read it. Sure. <laughs> um, and then let me know what they think. But, you know, I just there, there are certain bits I think I I don't like the extra tacked on bits on it. I don't like the soundtrack. Uh it's still an okay game. I'll still play it every now and then. It's not like on the discard completely pile. It's just not something I would I would um, you know, put in my top 10, 20, 30, 40 Mega Drive games, but you know, it's still on there. I might play it tomorrow. Uh, there you go, just for you, Rob. I'll play. I'll play it tomorrow, <laughs> just for you.
0: Cheers. Yeah. Age, uh, hey, is your audio back up?
2: For the That's love of God, Adrian, no. what have you done? Can you, can you un, can you plug it in and unplug it? I cannot hear a word he's saying. Can you guys hear him?
0: Nah, <laughs> no, nope. uh, no, but I'll, I'll just do my summation in the meantime. Yeah, go on. I think, like, kind of all putting aside the rhetoric and that kind of stuff at the beginning of the review, like, I, I think Streets of Rage three. If I was to be absolutely honest, maybe not quite as good as Streets of Rage 2, which pains me to say, since I am hosting this one, <laughs> but I, th- you know, but like, Streets of Rage 2 is one of the top 10 games of the 16-bit era, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But having said that, I don't think it's far off at all. Like, in my opinion, I think the level design is, uh, is better. There's a lot more variation in it. I like the pits, the falling barrels, all that kind of stuff. I like the addition of weapons like grenades. You can, like, kind of push, like, pick up kind of, I guess, uh, not grenades, but what are those things that are like grenades but shaped differently?
2: Uh, rockets. Hey?
0: <laughs> no, it's like you kind of pick them. Up, it's like you kind of pick them up and throw them into people. Molotov cocktails.
2: I've forgotten what else. What?
0: No, it's anyway. Like I like those. Like I like kind of. I <laughs> think that I really like the bulldozer level. Like and the one where the mini trains keep. I just like like all the different stuff. I feel like you always have to kind of keep going to new places on this, and Streets of Rage Three does that. I think. Yeah, difficulty is harder, but again, not a bad thing. Streets of Rage 2 is a very easy game, all at all. I think, like, for me, Streets of Rage 3 would be judged a lot differently if it wasn't hadn't been released, I think, probably a year, maybe even less, after Streets of Rage 2. I think because Streets of Rage 2 was so great at the time, people kind of underrated Streets of Rage 3 and kind of, like, overlooked it a bit. But taken it on its own merits... You like if you Streets of Rage two did not exist, it would be by far the best scrolling beat 'em up on the console, by far. And I think like just people kind of uh, sleep on it a bit because Streets of Rage two was so big, and maybe that is the kind of Streets of Rage they like. Is very that enough. fair? Very that
3: very sounds enough. fair. That's now,
2: fair. Now moving on to Adrian about Streets of Rage three, uh, Streets of Rage Remake. Remake. Adrian, I'm back. <laughs>
0: I made it seamless. You did it. You
2: know, oh, you, you did know, it, mate! Did you? Did you turn it off and on again?
1: I did. Well, what I did actually is, um, I, I went away from the, the camera, the, the computer for a bit. Yeah. I loaded up Back to Future Three. You know that wake-up juice they they give the duck.
2: Oh yeah, the um, so, the sarsaparilla.
1: Yeah, I was feeling a bit tired, a little bit sluggish. <laughs> so I, I, had to, I had to watch that movie again, watch that scene, learn the ingredients, and then bam! I've had a shot of that. I'm ready.
0: Oh, How yeah. sluggish were you feeling?
1: More sluggish than a s a, sl- a, a uh, another world slug mixed in a salt uh, encrusted tomb
2: all right that's 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 salty um so, dude, so are you gonna, oh no rob
0: yeah rob, before we get on to streets of rage remake uh yeah i you asked me earlier on, Dil, how far I'd got on about
2: five Spe- minutes ago, yeah, i did ask <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah uh i remember during the interim <laughs> I remember that I actually managed to finish it on the easy. But I couldn't actually get past that level on any of the harder settings.
2: Ah, oh, boo. So you only saw the easy, crappy, non-ending. Mm.
0: Yeah, I mean... That's, yeah. Proving,
2: that's proving the point that it is a difficult game. Because you yeah, can't even be a, on
0: easy. I don't think it's a bad thing that a game is difficult.
2: I think it's... I don't know. I think if, if a game's going to have an easy mode... I think it... And you kind of see it more now with games these days. They kind of have a baby mode for Dilsey and people <laughs> like me who just want to yeah. experience the whole game. One, one, one that I really like is Uncharted. I don't know if you... Have uh, you played Uncharted? But the first one... I haven't played the other ones. But the first one, you literally... If you fall down a hole, you just kind of respawn back at the checkpoint. <laughs> and you can you can keep falling down the hole. <laughs> like, uh, how bad do you think I am at this game? I was pretty bad at it. But... Yeah, do overs, do overs. Are you gonna tell us something else, weren't you, Rob?
0: Uh yeah, like I don't know if um either you guys are aware of it, but uh Yuzo Kishiro and the guy who did the music for two and three with him, Motohiro Kawashima, which sounds like a fake name but is actually a real name.
2: but <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, okay.
0: No, it's like they did this uh great performance of like all the f- the music from the first th- not all the music, but a lot of the music from the first three games as part of like some kind of uh, corporately sponsored music festival thing A couple of years ago in Paris is online, like it's on YouTube And just, it's, man, it sounds awesome If any of you guys get like the chance To like check it out, check it out It's interesting because there's like I think three Streets of Rage tunes Over like an hour and lots of two and three, and a, uh, a couple of other ones from non Streets of Rage games. Not going to ruin what they are, mm. but if you know Kashiro's, uh, I don't of think output, we're ever going to go back in time to
2: that concert, mate. So I think you can probably tell us. <laughs> <laughs> what well,
0: Dylan? i have just watched it's back to it's the on YouTube. Future, so I can do it, mate. It's on YouTube. You can watch the con the concert live and pretend you're there. Anyway, I was going to say, interesting thing about that is Streets of Rage music sounds okay. Streets of Rage two music sounds really good. But Streets of Rage three music, man, it sounds amazing. Cause like those big speakers and I kind of, I think maybe go like, we'll just say well, I'll just say one more thing and we can move on. Like I think Streets of Rage two probably has the better soundtrack for the game, but Streets of Rage three maybe has the better music on its own. Like it sounds like a lot of that kind of stuff sounds almost like Proto Chemical Brothers. Let's but see it's what in the Keith. Mid-90s. Let's
2: see what Keith has to say about that again. Keith, <laughs> what do you have to say again about Streets of Rage three soundtrack?
1: Keith, Keith, gone.
2: Keith, <laughs> Keith, we can't hear you. Has he gone? Ah, oh, where's he gone now? Jesus, this is this is the worst remote podcast we've ever done. Seriously, yeah. Keith, hold on. No, I'm just going to text through. I'm getting a text through. Here we go. Uh, it goes, Hey Dilzy, that's what he calls me. Hey Dilzy, uh, I have to go to bed. You guys have been talking about Streets of H3 for an hour now, and it's done my head in. I've got a headache. Need some paracetamol. See you tomorrow. Love Keith. Kiss, kiss. Eh? fair enough. Fair enough.
0: Yeah. If you pitched that to me, I probably would have said no.
2: Oi, <laughs> <laughs> oi. Don't break, don't break the illusion, Rob. <laughs> 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 or Adrian. I don't know if Adrian has another, has another correspondence from Keith.
1: Yeah. Cause I got a different text, very different. He says, I've been kidnapped. Like Adam, you need to rescue me <laughs> by Adam. Adam's the one <laughs> they're doing the kidnapping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's got yeah so basically after this podcast we've got to go on the streets of Croydon I know we're not supposed to really and try and rescue
2: <laughs> we're supposed to go on the streets of Croydon but not because we should be at home and two meters apart yeah and, and like we have to beat we have to beat people up from two meters away somehow
0: <laughs> or just, just yeah. like it just, just like the aftermath of a World Cup
2: just exactly 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 anyway anyway so now we're finally done with Streets of Rage 3 after an hour um <laughs> Adrian, Street of <laughs> Remake is quite an enigma, isn't it? It's a fan based type
1: thing. I haven't it played is. it.
2: I don't think Rob's played it. Tell us all about it.
1: It is a game. It is a game. Is
2: not... <laughs> that is good. To... That's a good start. It is a game.
1: It's not a Mega Drive game. It's not even been released on any Sega console. It was purely PC. And it was, uh, I've kind of stolen bits and bobs from a wired.co.uk article. So there you go. Yeah. And it was an eight year. Like a fan projects uh massively ambitious i'm talking arguably more ambitious than the first three games combined and i'll talk talk about it in a minute um a spanish developer who goes by the internet handle bomber link bomber link mysterious link a mysterious bomber link um almost a decade meticulously recreating sega's mega drive brawler from scratch so he didn't take any of the assets i believe none of the sort of programming from scratch he kind of recreated uh, a whole new streets of rage game excuse me um it does not this is a quote from him actually on his website i think his website's gone now but he says here it does not use any reverse engineering nor a single line of code from the original games it's all based on visual interpretation um it was released on pc it matches up or mashes all the three games together in one monstrous hybrid fan game. But hear this out, guys. There's over a hundred stages, 19 playable, uh, players, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, 64 enemies and a full 76 strong song soundtrack mixed by five different musicians. Absolutely incredible. uh, I actually managed to get a copy. It's quite easy to get for free. It's like you know, it's like a fan game on on the old the old Interweb. I played it with my son uh, Tate quite a lot. And it's a good game. I tell you what, you really get the feel of um, the, the. Well, it feels like a Mega Drive game, but on the PC. But the pixel art is amazing. How did they? Okay.
2: So okay, so I'm, I'm guessing the music is from scratch, is it? How yeah. Did they get the characters looking so much like the actual Street of Rage characters? Or did they actually lift? Did they lift the sprites or have they designed them from, from scratch?
1: Well I think they literally designed it from scratch, but Jesus. You know, it's amazing. They look and feel just like the real characters. You can play all your favourites, including Adam, he's in it. You know, there you go. <laughs> That's um, why I think people
2: loved it because obviously I think a lot of people missed Adam in the second one, didn't they? Mm-hmm. So like now you can kind of just go, um Adam and I can play sixteen bit like, you know, like twenty
1: four megabyte cart or whatever it was.
0: But still, no, it's even better than that. You can play as Zan in the first two games.
1: <laughs> you, the thing is, though, Rob. Interesting in this game, you can um, you can play different sort of modes. So I know there's some you can play Streets of Rage one mode, Streets of Rage two mode, Streets of Rage three mode, and you kind of choose which one you prefer because you can put friendly fire on and off, so you can hurt you know hurt your your same your your, your, your you know your teammates or not there's loads of options there's there's even a shop if you if you complete the game which i haven't done you gain money you gain points and you can unlock new characters unlock new areas absolutely astonishing it's not one of those fan games where it's slap dash a little bit ropey it's it's you know what some people would say and i'm i'm tempted to say this and i'm you know i'll put my name on the line it could be the best week's rage game out there it's absolutely insane how good it is you know there's there's little bits i've got the story here you know i've stolen this from megavisionsmag.com there you go it It says mr x and his syndicate have re-emerged from the city's underworld once again eager to take advantage of the unsuspecting populace so not really a good story truthfully (laughs) but it's not linear you can start the game on one of four different routes your routes each route is kind of based on the, the three previous Feats of Rage games. So obviously Route 1 is the first game, 2, 3, and 4 is kind of like a sort of mashup of them all together. But they're not carbon copy levels. They kind of take inspiration from the, the three different games. Um, yeah, there's, there's also guns in this game. How cr- you can pick up guns. How mad. I saw crazy. that,
0: yeah. Like, you can get an Uzi and a bazooka, right?
1: It's mad, isn't it? And you can ride motorcycles. Can you do that in any of the free games?
0: No. No. Uh, although there was a rumor that uh, number three was going to have a motorcycle level, but they dropped it, I think, at the last minute. Um, for, I haven't played Street of Rage Remake. I've only kind of watched the footage online, but it doesn't look like that. Or I think there's also a powerboat level, but it doesn't really yep. look like either of those lo- are that amazing. But I don't um, know. You've played it. Maybe I- you
1: yeah, I haven't got ridiculously far in the game. I've got f- f- through the first few stages, but it's maybe it does tail off towards the end slightly, possibly. But it's absolutely amazing. It took more than 20 collaborators. Uh, they started the game on the 17th of March, 2003 for about eight years. Wow. Uh, madness, you know? And actually, apparently, they actually told th- th- this crew, Bomber Lincoln Co., they told Sega about this a long time ago. They said, look, we're making this fan game. And Sega were like, didn't really do say much then, but obviously, it's a big spoiler a little bit soon. Um, David Burton. Dilsey, you know David Burton. David Burton, mate. The old B-Dog. Yeah. We've interviewed him on the site. He made quite a bit of the music for the game. So um, I asked him a few questions. We, if we remember, we're linking his interview again. Um, yeah, he, he. it should have been a great game. If, if I was Sega, and obviously I'm not, believe it or not, I would have said, look, this is a great game. Can we come to some sort of deal? Can we help publish it? Can we get Dude, involved? Are you not Sega. Uh,
2: I thought you were Sega. This whole, the whole years we've known each other, <laughs> I thought you were Sega. You,
0: you did, thought Sega me. was that big a fan of both Amiga and the Jaguar 64?
2: <laughs> yeah, I thought they secretly held a torch for, for, for Jaguar 32 bit plus 32 bit equals 64 bit. That's what I Basically, thought they were into. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> sorry, mate. Um, I thought, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just a my mind's blown right now.
1: But... I'm not Sega, believe it or not. But Sega did send, uh, did contact Bomberlink as soon as it was released. And this is apparently what happened. Se- this is me as Bomber Link. Sega have contacted me regarding the download hosted on this site. While this issue is being resolved, please do not upload the games for others to download. Any links posted on this site will be removed. And in a statement emailed to Wired.co.uk, Sega says, Sega is committed to supporting any fans that take an interest in our games. And where possible, we do so by involving them in beta tests and other development, marketing, or research opportunities. However, we need to protect our intellectual property rights. And this may result in us requesting that our fans remove online imagery, videos, or games in some instances. Bum, bum, bum.
2: It's definitely some instances because they've been a lot like... How many Sonic fan games are out there that they've said nothing about? So... Yeah,
1: because Sega are usually quite chilled out about aren't they? Uh, this kind of stuff. In
2: comparison to Nintendo, I think anyone's bloody chilled out. Bro.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, and I asked David what happened with the banning, and he, I said, look, can you explain exactly what happened? He, not really. He said, from my point of view, one minute was up, and the next I heard it was banned. It was kind of a shock to hear. Um, yeah, it's not good.
2: How did it get back? Up? How did you get a hold of it then?
1: Go on Google. Type in <laughs> "Spectre Age Remake Download." Find the first website. Download it for free, Bob's your uncle. <laughs> so, Easy.
2: So Sega said they gave it, gave a, you know what, but they didn't really. <laughs> they just yeah. they, they just let it slide. But
1: it's a top game though, Dylan. You know, it's been such a fun sort of game. It's quite a, quite but a fun it game, to- it yeah go, yeah, go. But
2: you know, as I may explain later on, I don't know if I will,
1: but.
0: <laughs> I mean, like uh, just having I. I know I kind of said before that, like I was going to try and give these games a go, like this and number four, just did not really have the time in the end. But I did, like I say, I kind of did watch a walkthrough of each game, actually a couple of walkthroughs. Yeah. And um, this one, like I think it looks alright. Like I'm not sure everything is an improvement in terms of graphics and sound when it comes to number two. But man, I got to say the soundtrack, the versions of the soundtracks from the first game sound amazing like compared to Streets of Rage, I don't know if all the kind of the reworkings really work as well for number two and three, yep. but man, like i got to say, it's almost worth kind of watching just for the new versions, like the HD sound. What's the version of HD version of audio? Can't me out here. Don't
1: the uh, it's, it's Uber, the enhanced
0: <laughs> yep. uh, versions of the Streets of Rage one music it sounds fantastic. And I actually really like the, the options of like kind of changing the rules for like uh, each kind of game you play like you can have Streets of Rage 1, 2 or 3 rules in there. Yeah, I just think that's a great idea, having all the kind of different settings in the options bar.
2: It does sound like We're, a great uh, mashup. it sounds like yeah. something I'm curious about. Release, release 2011.
1: Yeah, yeah that would be, yeah, about that sort of time
2: Yeah, I don't know I wonder when that was when they started doing all these Streets of Rage like compilation things on like... Um, Xbox Live Arcade and mm. and PlayStation Store. I just wonder if that was a bit of a bump that says, "Hey, people really love Streets of Rage, guys. Like, you know, maybe you should be doing something about this. Maybe you should be doing a proper sequel. Maybe." Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, very smooth. Uh, <laughs> speaking of which, I,
2: I didn't even I didn't even want to segue because I didn't even know if Adrian's finished talking about Streets of Rage remake. I just did a segue. Uh,
0: I did ask David
1: what what he thinks about the decision. Um, Do you want to hear it quickly? Go on then. Yeah. Just finished up. He just says, I'm still fond of Sega and can understand why they did what they did. At the time they were releasing classic games onto the app store, which to be honest felt like lazy ports. And here comes Bomber Games with this incredible game, which is probably a little too good. I know that might sound a tad over the top, but over the years we have seen Rage of the Streets and other mods, which were very impressive, but I don't recall hearing anything being banned. Streets of Rage remake was just a little bit too polished and Sega didn't like it. I hear recently that they also are being a bit funny about certain YouTube videos too. There you go.
0: Ooh. Hmm. I mean, it's probably right. Like, why would you buy the kind of straight ahead ports of the old games, and you got this, you know, mm-hmm. as an alternative? But
1: yeah. I, I think the ship has sailed for Streets re- uh, Streets of re- remake now, though. That that the chance to get that official release probably is long gone, right?
2: I think so. I think it's uh, it's like all of these fan games. Enjoy them obviously whoever developed them will go on to improve their careers and and that's great but yeah they they rarely get actually published by by the people who made the you know made the originals so
0: <laughs> couldn't say shame. you just but couldn't say the, you just chuck them some money and kind of take ownership of it they could and yeah. they would just
2: sell it for a bit more because literally everyone can get it for free so they could have made a bit of money out of it, but, mm. I mean, who even knows the structure of Sega now? I, d- I don't even know, like, <laughs> I just know that they're just a word, and I keep, like, they still doing <laughs> arcades, and they're still publishing games, they're still publishing yep. like, current-gen games, and I that's about it. That's about all I know about them. So,
0: Well, I think they merged with a company called Sammy a few years back, like, Sammy is, like, a Japanese company makes, I guess, like, gaming and kind of, like, live-action Gambling machines? I think they're gambling. Like, you know, kind of... Uh, I think, uh, yeah, I know what yeah, that kind of thing. Amusement machines.
2: Amusement machines where people can lose lots of money. Is that what we am saying? <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway. But thank you for the enlightenment about Streets of Rage remake. I think everyone should have a go. I'm not going to publish a link to it,
1: just in yeah. case. You don't want the lawyers in your back. But
2: hopefully if people can just type it in, in Google, then we're good to go. <laughs> but yeah, so... So people are thinking, oh, maybe there should be a sequel to Streets of Rage. Thus, what year are we in now?
1: 2020. It's a right of 2020 though.
2: <laughs> and when was Streets of Rage 3 released, Rob? 94? Uh, yeah. Duh. 26 years later. <laughs> <laughs> 20- 26 years later, we have Streets of Rage 4. Yes, the bit of the podcast lots of you are waiting for is only my only my opinion on the game because no one else has played it.
0: No, thanks, guys. Thanks for I, that. I and, watched a couple of, I watched two or three playthroughs. Like, I have opinions on the kind of basics of the game. Thank like, you. Like, uh, by the way, I think like I kind of mentioned this uh, reviews online. Like, there's a Mean Machine Sega review of Streets of Rage three, and one of it ends like. Uh, with the proposed Streets of Rage 4 already on the cards, let's hope Sega start looking for a few new ideas.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it took 26 years; they finally thought of a couple new ideas.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, Street of Rage 4 is a funny thing, right? So it really just came out of the blue, didn't it? So mm. I wrote—I think it was released. Um, actually, it was announced summer 2018, so about a year and a half ago. And I was scared, dude, dudes. I keep forgetting there's two of you out there. Um, I was scared because Streets of Rage 3, even Streets of Rage 3, is an important part of the Streets of Rage trilogy, yeah. which is very important 16-bit games. Mm. And now all of a sudden, they want to make an indie current gen game called Streets of Rage 4. Yep. And do you guys remember the teaser trailers
1: at the time? Yeah, it was very flash. It looked like flash animation, almost, didn't it? The fighting, Is that right? Yeah,
0: yeah. I remember watching it, but like, I don't remember what I thought about it or anything like that. No, like, uh, I just thought, like, eh, I'll see what it looks like when it comes out.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it's if, if everyone goes back to the teaser, it does look really polished. You know, it's mm. got a like really nice kind of art style. Uh, just had Axel and Blaze at that at that sort of that point. And then they just sort of went from there. Who's developing it? Who is developing this bit? BM- B- well, it's Bomberlink. Is it Bomberlink?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you got a job? It's not, not Bomberlink. It's actually developed by three three companies: so dot dot EMU or dot MU, however you want to want to say it. Lizard Cube and Guard Crush Games.
0: So Didn't one of them do like a couple of remakes of other old games quite so, recently.
2: Yeah. So dot MU did two Wonder Boy games. So oh. They did... Actually, was it just one? No, it was just one. It was called Wonder Boy... Uh, the Dragon's <laughs> Trap. That was it. And it's basically... It's a remake of Wonder Boy 3. You, do you guys like Wonder Boy games? Do you guys like that? Never
0: really had an opinion. I mean, I've played, like, at least one. Just kind of... I remember kind of thinking, this is a little bit like Rainbow Islands, but not as much yeah. good. Yeah, I mean... They're I'm not, okay, aren't
2: they? I pretty much they? thought the same thing. But, but people love Wonder Boy. People love Wonder Boy. And it, actually, that game was supposedly a success. So they got together with Lizard Cube, and they went to <laughs> Sega and said, Oh, hey, Sega. uh, Why don't you make Street of Rage 4? And and amazingly, Sega agreed to it. So they poo-pooed the whole remake thing. Like, 100 levels uh how many characters 19 characters uh duh, 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 duh. they poo-pooed all of that but they said all right then yeah make an indie game called streets of rage 4 you did okay with this uh, wonder boy game and off you go so how much of a success do you guys think streets of rage 4 was it's been out for about a month mm-hmm. now well
1: when it first came out the first day it was huge there was massive just on my sort of Twitter timeline, it exploded out, you know, not out of nowhere, but it was like, wow, this is incredible. But the sort of buzz has died down quite quickly, I think. Again, I wouldn't know for certain,
0: though. Um, from what I gather, like the reception seemed very good, and obviously it does have that kind of big retro following. I think it did well. Yeah, yeah? Not incredibly well, but I think probably quite well. Well enough to make it worth the investment.
2: So we'll never know, really, if it was a commercial success unless there's a Streets of Rage 5. Or unless um, <laughs> they do some other kind of Sega spin-off games. Cause uh, all, all I'm seeing on actually now it has died down a little bit. I mean, I did a little poll earlier on Twitter and I'll show you the results in a minute. Um, but it, it does seem to have died down. But the, the first couple of days it was out, like you're, like you're right. It's mad. Like loads of our listeners listening to this now are like, Oh, I love Street of Rage 4, man. And it's just like, everyone was going ape about it. Mm-hmm. People were like staying awake for 24 hours and not even going to sleep. They were just playing it through and through and through. Our mate Mike, who listens to the show, Mike from Smell the 90s podcast, he spent like, oh, did I see somewhere the mic you spent like 90 quid? <laughs> 90 quid on Streets of
1: Rage 4 and it's affiliated well, like, bits and... What, DLCs uh, and DL- add on, uh, yeah, yeah,
2: and add on physicals and I don't know. Actually, I think it was digital only at the beginning. And then the ah. physical, the physical versions are going to come out. I think they're only on pre-order, I think. So they're going to come out. I think, um, Rich from, um, sort of the, uh, the Retro Fun Twitter account and that. He's, um, I think he spent even more than 90 quid on Street of Rage 4 stuff. People are mad for it. Street of Rage is, so, you know, it kind of strikes Plus,
1: Don't forget Chris as well did, and Chris done a review for us, didn't he? Chris McCauley. He Macaulay. did. He did.
2: I mean, I suppose the official line, from arcade attack on streets of rage 4 comes from chris right but there were some there i mean i i had a few i had a few questions when this was announced and it was like you know is it going to be its own game is it going to be a homage like streets of rage remake and it's kind of a mashup of all of these things so is
0: that still going to have a beard but it is officially a sequel. Like it is in terms of the story, it does follow on. It's like a decade after the first one, right?
2: It is. So basically, one, um, we all went to E.G.X. last uh, last summer, summer 2019, yeah. and I had a go at Streets of Rage 4. Actually, yeah, they had it on um, they had it on a demo machine. Adrian and Keith and that had gone home already. Uh, I had a go at it, and unfortunately, a lot of the things that I felt then playing that now. Uh I felt playing it just recently. So I got it on the Game Pass. The the Xbox <laughs> yeah. PC the Xbox No yeah. the Microsoft. I think it's called the Microsoft PC Game Pass. So it's like the equivalent equivalent thing for the Xbox One. So you can sign up for the first month for a one pound which is a joke. Yeah. It's an absolute joke. And because if you sign up for this beta, rather than paying the eight eight quid a month for life, I think now if I just let it roll, I only pay four quid a month. And it's all of this kind of Xbox One level games, all on there. You got like the Halo stuff and I don't work for Microsoft, by the way. Um Halo <laughs> stuff. You got You just two- buy shares in them. I just buy shares, yeah. Um, <laughs> um you got two point hospital, you got Alien Isolation, you've got loads of the stuff that's on the Xbox One Game Pass is on this PC one. And that's why I said to Rob, come on, man, you literally fork out one pound and you can play it and play it. But if you didn't have the time, then, then that's fine. That's fine.
0: No, I think it was more like I didn't really have the time to shop for a decent USB joypad It would that's have made it worth probably, playing.
2: Yeah, yeah, I probably wouldn't play it with the keyboard. So,
1: yeah. Actually, I, I did not on that. I actually bought myself a joypad for my PC. Oh, a my joy... God. Do you believe that?
2: That is, How long have you had your gaming PC?
1: For about three years. It breaks every other few, every few weeks, of course. But um, I finally bought a joypad for it. <laughs> but you're the
2: only person who can play Rocket League with a keyboard.
1: So yeah, that, I've played it. Re- yeah.
2: That is something, isn't it? So, it is So something. Yeah. yeah, that is something. So anyway, go back to Street Race Rage 4. So when playing the first couple of levels, and I said this to Keith and Adrian at the time, uh, I picked it up as Axel, started playing it, put it down after the second level, and then didn't touch it for a week. It literally, I actually, you know, th- the, it felt sluggish. It was pretty, and yeah, the music is nice, and it just kind of felt a little bit sluggish. And I thought, oh, I just want to play Alien Isolation, so I just ended up playing uh, Alien Isolation and Halo instead. But so, so thanks to, to Rage Four for pointing me in the direction. But obviously, for the purposes <coughs> of this podcast, one has to go back to these things. Mm-hmm. Yes, one has to go back to these things, and I'm glad I did. I'm glad I did. So before I get on to my sort of expanded thoughts on Streets of Rage 4, earlier today, just because just for this podcast, I was just curious to know what what people in retro gaming land thought of the Streets of Rage franchise, which was their favourite, and obviously their thoughts on Streets of Rage 4. So, I have it here. Drum roll
1: please. <laughs>
2: That's one of the worst drum rolls I've ever heard in my life, but okay. <laughs> so, so I said I, this is what the, this is what I said in the tweet. So I said, quick quick Streets of Rage poll before we record podcasts later today. Which is your favourite question mark? Uh please comment with your general thoughts on the series and what you thought of Street of Rage four. Have a great weekend. Because we're nice people like that. So mm. Streets of Rage one, two, three, four. Not remake in no no. Some you couldn't people, fit. Some people told me off about that anyway. So the, the, the official Streets of Rage's are on this list. All right. So let's do it in ascending order. So five hundred and eighty-four people voted in this. Amazingly, I wasn't expecting that many people. I suppose a lot of people really want to venture their opinion on on uh, on Street of Rage. So from Anyway, let's let's have a little uh, go around the table. What do you think the order was as to what uh, what 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 people's favourite speech of rage was, Rob?
0: Two was definitely the top. Then, <clears throat> um, well, you held the polls, so I haven't seen <laughs> have the language in it. So I'd guess. imagine probably one is next.
2: Well, I can't. I don't vote. I can't vote in the poll.
0: <laughs> you can <laughs> set the terms of the poll.
2: It's just literally the three games. <laughs> Four games. Four games.
1: In chronological order.
0: (laughs) Oh, is four included in this? Well, four's probably at the bottom because uh, not that many people have played it yet, I'm guessing.
2: All right, four's at the bottom. So you reckon four's at the bottom, it goes two. Okay, so by proxy then, um, you reckon three's third, one is second, and two is first, yeah? Okay. Um, That would be my guess. um, Adrian, what's your guess?
1: I've I've already seen the results, so. Oh, yeah, because you're on
2: Twitter, aren't you? Okay, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, right. So, in fourth place, yeah. with 7%, was Rob's favorite, Streets of Rage 3. In third place, with 15%, Streets of Rage 4. Mm. Ooh. In second place, with 19%, Streets Ooh. of Rage 1. In a whopping first place, like it's not even close. Streets of Rage two with sixty percent of the vote. Yeah, I mean that's, that's a fair. landslide. Yeah, that is a landslide victory for Streets of Rage two. Um But let's go through the let's go through some of the comments. So, I wanted to find out more about Streets of Rage four. Jay Waffling Taylor's friend of the show, uh, he says, "I was originally very reluctant about Streets of Rage four, but I'm really happy to say I was wrong. Streets of Rage and Streets of Rage two will always be my faves." Having played it so much with Squidge over the years, but four is a great game. Can we have Golden Axe and Comic Zone in the same style now? I mean, that's quite that's quite an wow. announcement, isn't it? That's quite a ringing. I can definitely
0: see Comic Zone. I mean, we're going to talk about the graphics in a bit in more detail, oh, I'm sure. But
2: yeah, they definitely went Comic Zone, didn't they? Um, mm. But yeah, we'll talk yeah, about that in a moment.
0: I don't know if that would kind of work as well with Golden Axe though. Uh, mm.
1: they could no, it's not it, gritty enough.
2: They could make it work, I think. Possibly. Yeah, they'd have to. They'd have to medieval it up somehow they'll, they'll, they'll do it they'll do it anyway uh, G to the next level hey G another friend of the show uh, while Streets of Rage 4 made an extremely valiant effort to be the best in the series whoa high praise um, it's hard not to go with Rage 2 as still being the most impactful Streets of Rage game and possibly the most satisfying beat em up series ever plus the legendary soundtrack mm. uh, Paul from Maximum Power Up Another great podcast. Number four is great. It has the feel of the original series. Strong soundtrack. I like the way it is more pick up and play a level or two if you wish. Also stuff to unlock. Little Easter eggs and nods to earlier games. A strong 8 out of 10. Ooh, 80%. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Matt from Comedy of Gamers. Hello, Matt. They're all great. One is a classic with some groundbreaking music. Two is a clear favorite, just because it does everything so well. Three is best played by ROM hacking the Japanese-released Bare Knuckle 3 to get an English translation. The PAL version is much too hard and frustrating. Ooh, that sounds a tad familiar. <laughs> um, let's see, what else have we got? Oh,
0: our friend Todd. So you can't let it go, can you? <laughs> <friend> to- <laughs> an hour, switched through. You can't let it go. Mate, I'm not,
2: <laughs> I'm just reading people's comments. This is not me. Um, anyway, ne- <laughs> next one is Todd, top loader, friend of the show, uber friend. And hopefully we'll get to podcast with you very soon. He has this. I mean, he talks, he talks very quick, but he says this. My thoughts are rapid fire. Fantastic franchise. Dot, dot, dot. One and two are the best. Then four. And in case you forgot the count, Three is the worst. In brackets, (laughs) sorry Rob, but once again you are wrong, as I am right again. (laughs) The music is horrible, and I can dance to and crotch thrust to anything except this.
1: (laughs) Rob, man,
0: I mean, you know, you you know, yeah. So he was listening to the, to the beginning of this recording of the podcast. No, he just knows
1: you. He actually, he's got a love-hate, like, you don't know Todd, but me and Dylan know Todd better from social media, but he actually <laughs> has a bit of a love-hate relationship with your opinion on, on the podcast. He's a massive fan. We appreciate him wildly. Um, <laughs> isn't I that think true, you guys Dylan? would.
2: I think you guys would get on like a house on fire. The, the, the house would burn down, but you know, you guys would definitely, definitely. <laughs> Do you want get... to have
1: a little, a little message to Todd, Rob? I'd love to hear your your views. <laughs>
2: Message to Todd, Rob. Rob's speechless. <laughs> Rob speechless. Anyway, let's crack on.
0: I don't. I don't know. I don't know Todd. You. You will want to know. I'm him. sure you're nice, Todd. But but, it's, but,
2: but Rob, I... we've, we've joked in previous podcasts that you think Streets of Rage three is the best. We've 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 had countless other conversations about it. That's why our regular listeners actually know it. Yeah. yeah. Do, you, do, you, do you want me to prove that? Do you want me to prove that?
0: You don't need to prove it to me right this second. I'll prove it again. I just I think You know that bit in the Simpsons where it's saying stop killing it, hitting him, he's already <laughs>
1: stop, dead." No, I'm
2: not. I not. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not.
1: Um,
0: but we've got it's a... more like it's more like stop beating the horse because it's already dead. Stop beating the yeah.
2: horse <laughs> he's already dead.
0: You're our, bullying now, Dylan.
2: Our friend Rick Rick the retro-ish gamer. So he he, he chips in with a few tweets every now and then. And he listens he listens um yeah. he listens to a lot of the show. He must have looked at the poll really early because actually, of Race Three was was even further behind than it is now. But he said, it, "This is what he said." He said. I see Streets of Rage three has one percent. You didn't let Rob vote, did you? (laughs) Question mark. (laughs) And then he goes on to say, "Hands down, um, Streets of Rage two for me. It's one of my favorite games of all time, and that I play through at least uh, once at least every few months." Streets of Rage four did a good job bringing the series into the um, onto the generations consoles, but it can't take the crown from two. Mm. and then i said i laughed hard at that first sentence because i did laugh pretty hard at that sorry mate um but generally if you laugh
1: with bullies dylan you just you just you know you promote more bullying i
2: don't promote more but it's not bullying <laughs> that'd be silly
0: i, I dread silly. to think what the actual language for this poll must have been what do you mean <laughs> what's your favorite she's of rage game Street <laughs> one <Caesar> rage one page <laughs> two the Shit's to Rage three game <laughs> Rob <laughs> likes. Or to Rage four.
2: Oh, do you know what? That's what I should have done. <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> that would have been that would have been funny. Actually, I'm just going to send Rob a screenshot of it just so he knows that
1: I've not tampered with it in any way. I'm just going no, to look, to he has as adjudicator. He hasn't, Robert. Look,
0: what I'm going to say is Mumford and Sons can fill stadiums. That doesn't mean that they are the best band in music.
2: Oh. He's basically called sixty percent of our populace um, Mumford and Sons lovers. Ooh. No,
0: I'm not saying Streets of Rage two is Mumford and Sons. We really, as I said earlier <laughs> on the episode, they're Nirvana. Streets of Rage two is a great game. <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm not dissing anyone who enjoys that. What I'm saying is the view of, the established view of three is very harsh.
2: Okay, I mean, yeah. you know, you know, it has it has its lovers and it has its haters. In fact, actually. Just to make you feel better, there was one. Hold on, I did see <laughs> right it right at the
1: bottom. Scroll, scroll.
2: No, wait. Oh, no, it's really then No, no, it's another one that's knocking Streets of Rage three. No, let me go another no, one. To
1: to sort of defend Rob a little bit. Oh, here we go. I oh, found I, I, one. I found one. Yeah,
2: did it, it. I found one. I know people complain about the localization and music of three. Okay, it's not starting so great. Okay, hold on. But I like its gameplay and most due to all the enhancements. Plus, folks like Rue and Dr. Zan were fun to use. And that was from the Ikari Warrior. There you go. Great.
0: Right. So, uh, moving back to four.
2: Moving back to four, right. Okay, so <laughs> I went back to it. And do you know the reason I went I went back to it? Because people said, if you start with Axel, you're going to get the wrong impression of the game. It's, doesn't that sound a bit harsh? Mm. That basically, mm. you see, I, I saw about four or five people... Saying that the game is boring with Axel, and that you have to do it with um, Blaze uh, or Cherry, they're like they're like the, the two guys you kind of have to do it with. So, explain
0: to people who haven't seen the game who Cherry so, is. All right, so Cherry. Cherry.
2: So, so Cherry is Adam's daughter. <laughs> do, she's a bit, she's a bit like a kind of snake, um, snake, a y <laughs> skate. So it's basically she's basically a girl skate with a guitar Just and nice. pink hair. Is this making is this making any sense?
1: Is it a little bit like the situation with Creed where they try to get a new character like some sort of kid from the heroes? I feel she-
2: maybe a little bit. <laughs> <But> it's <laughs> it's odd because a lot of this, a lot of the development, and you can see it has been influenced by what the community have been saying. So the demo that. That when I played it, I did just play it as Axel and I did find it quite dull. It looked pretty. It sounded all right. I thought it was a dull and I was worried. I was actually at the point I was thinking, well, well you know, what, what's You're actually going to happen? It was actually going to happen, but Cherry is a lot quicker. Ch- Cherry and Blaze and another, gr- and another good thing about Street of H4 is that you can switch characters between levels. So you don't have to just stick with someone until you die. I know in the first game you were stuck with the same character for the whole game. And in the second one, yeah, when you get to the continue stage, you get Ooh, to choose something different. Uh But with Streets of Rage 4, you can just oh man, I'm sick of playing as Axel, which you will get because he's so slow.
1: Cherry's only he's an old man, he's, he's ten already. years older. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's got a beard as well.
2: If he's if he's aged like that, how on earth is Blaze aged backwards? Blaze uh, is literally
0: backwards. <laughs> aged backwards. <laughs> She's what? She's twelve now. She's
2: tw- oh my god, no! No twelve-year-old looks like this. but but yeah so you've got um i've forgotten the name of the other bloke he's a bit like max but he's got um
1: floyd Floyd.
2: that's it thank you thank you so you've got so the the four main characters you start off with are um axel blaze cherry and floyd so floyd
0: Floyd is oh sorry you were going to
2: floyd is just a mate of Axles or something, isn't he? No,
0: he's a protege of of Doctor Zan, and he has Jack's arms, like Jack's from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. There you go. He has there like robot go. arms.
2: There you go. I don't know. I mean, do do people want a bit? I suppose I don't. I feel like you know, with a lot of this, we like oh, we said what the plot is, but a lot of people. I mean, the the plot for Streets of Rage Four is pretty quick, actually. Let's just rattle through it, right? So the game takes place ten years after the events of Streets of Rage Three, in which the criminal mastermind Mister X was finally defeated. Initially thought to be in peace, Wood Oak City falls under the control of a new crime syndicate led by Mr. X's children, the really annoying, <laughs> uh, I'll just put that in, the, the really annoying Y-Twins.
0: <laughs> and and the Z
1: sisters,
0: the Z half twins. Like, know. are we going to get into uh, character design and character kind of ideas later on, or should we just say it now?
2: Do it now, do it now, please.
0: I thought like the y twins seemed very half, like in terms of influence, half of it was obviously very like kind of anime influenced, and the other half kind of Scott Pilgrim. Was yeah. the, do you think that? Yep,
2: I got that. Can
1: you imagine, it's, it's guys? got
0: a
2: Very Scott Pilgrimy kind of vibe.
0: Oh, with... but
1: imagine Mr. X on his deathbed. He's got his pregnant wife next to him, and he'd be like, "Please, <laughs> I have one wish for my unborn twins. <laughs> what is it, Mr. X? Anything? You're my, you know, I'm gonna miss you. You must call them." why and why? why? And then she's like, why? And he's like, why? We're not having triplets. Just two whys.
0: <laughs> and there was actually like, do you two remember the, uh, I think it was R&B hip hop act called the Ying Yang twins.
1: Oh, no, <laughs> no I don't. Oh, oh could you work? Could you know worse? The twins were called R and B. So it's R and B. Can you imagine?
2: Oh, no. God. <laughs> this is- no. Stop, stop, stop. Anyway, Anyway, let's... let's So, yeah, why twins? Who are planning on brainwashing the city using hypnotic music, i.e. the music from Streets of Rage 3. <clears throat> Learning about this corruption, Blaze Fielding calls in some old favours to take the twins down. Joining Blaze are her old friends Axel Stone and Adam Hunter. Adam's <clears throat> daughter Cherry Hunter and Floyd Ireya, a cybernetically enhanced apprentice of Dr. Zan, like Rob just mentioned earlier. So... Adam. Oh, I tell you what, I was really struggling with getting back into the game. So these, my first impressions were the, a lot of the old characters are rehashed. So stuff like, you have like a million Donovans, you'll have a million, um, you'll have, and they'll do the same thing. So when the game starts off, it's like a little homage to Streets of Age 2, and then it kind of, a car kind of comes out of nowhere, kind of smashes into the wall, and then it all kind that of goes. cool. That was cool. yeah. I was like, oh, okay. I'm kind of getting with it. Yeah, sort of not. And then you know, I thought, okay, the boss, the boss fight at the end of that level was all right. And then, okay, and yeah, we'll do the second level. <laughs> a couple of levels after, uh, plane is cherry. Uh, so you can run across the screen. You can do this cool thing where you smash uh, enemies into the ground with your guitar. So it's a Ooh. bit like her kind of adam's kind of slam move but with a guitar to so like poof, that's really satisfying uh weapons break you know i don't like that uh so that's something that's port- been ported over from three, three. um but you know I zip through those couple of levels and then someone comes in to help the gang shivers shivers adam just shiver. come no no i no, because yeah you do fight shiver but i got shivers <laughs> i got shivers when adam hunter come in It was like boom, Adam Hunter, and they do like they do all these cool kind of little kind of little segues with you know like when they're doing trailers and they do like the name of the person and they kind of like do like a swoosh, like a comic swoosh, and like they come into view like Adam Hunter, and I'm like oh man, oh so so good (laughs) playing as that guy again.
1: Ready to look after my bonsai trees. I'm here. I
2: love bonsai, (laughs) bonsai. (laughs) (laughs) So it is, and like all of his moves are are from the old game. So with this, you've got your same, the same special moves. So Blaze and Axel are the same um, special moves and you get like, you pick up these little stars. And then when you press two but uh, two of the buttons together on the controller, it does like a super move, which sort of takes right. off like, um, all of the enemies on the screen. So it's a bit like, a bit like a kind of fill in for the police thing from, from the first game. So you've got, mm-hmm. you've got sort of the whole, the whole spectrum of, or special moves, and yeah Adams is pretty whack and it he does like a kind of thing where he blasts everyone across the screen floyd's is ridiculous, so Floyd has got like mega like laser abilities, so he he, he he's, you know he's as brutal as Max oh, I really miss max actually um he's yeah. as brutal he as makes max. a
0: be for po- a- Appearance in the game, though, doesn't
2: he? He does. Well, they all do, really, at some point. <laughs> so, yeah, and then, so, and then like, he can literally, Floyd can just zap, zap a whole screen. It's just, this is ludicrous. And it is, you know, Streets of Rage 4, I haven't completed it. You know, I've only picked it up again today after a week of not playing it. Uh, it is fun. It is fun, actually. I, 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 can't, I, I like, I prefer the new characters. It's a shame it's not one that I can just pick, you know, just pick, you know, Axel and, and off you go. Mm. But you know, I like that. I like the new blaze. Yeah, it's you know there are things. It's not addictive. I think yeah. People have said that it's just playing it in short bursts. So obviously know, you've got like die the, the die hard fans that will just play it all the way through. But a lot of people who who kind of get bored with this kind of game, like me now apparently, uh, will just give it give it a couple of levels, save it, have a cup of tea. And then go back to it. That's that's really how I feel about Street of Rage 4. So I'm looking forward to completing it for what Rob just said. So Mm. this is another thing, whether it's a homage or whether it's, you know, it's born from something else. What the developers have decided is to bring back all the elements, Street of Rage remake style, and actually enjoy them within Street of Rage 4. So, like Rob said, you can get the all the original Streets of Rage 2 sprites. You can get the Streets of Rage 1 yeah. sprites. I think the Streets of Rage 3... I don't know if Zan's in it.
0: I don't so think he is. They might
2: have left him out. I think Rue's in it.
0: I want to say yeah, Rue's in there somewhere. R- might, might make an appearance.
2: So, yeah, and they're like... And you can bring in the music. So yeah. they've literally... They've gone to Sega and said... Can we just take all of the good bits from your old games and put this in here as well, just to, just to make sure that it's a success? Because I wonder, you know, part of me really wonders if they'd have just left it as Axel and Blaze and maybe Cherry with none of these other unlockables, whether people mm. would be so um, sort of waxing lyrical
1: about well. it nostalgia isn't it people like unlocking nostalgia going oh i used to love this character oh wow look you can now play with the 16-bit graphics it's almost like easter eggs isn't it and you feel good unlocking this stuff you know
2: i've never stopped playing streets of rage in all honesty in the last 20 odd years but a lot of these people who are are, you know saying good things about streets of Rage 4 haven't picked it up in ages Mm -hmm. and they're just saying it is like the ultimate nostalgic trip it's basically, it's like all the streets of rage is wrapped in one. You see, you know, on, on the poll, yeah, I mean, people, some people, some people do rate it, you know, um, better than the yeah. other ones. So it has, you know, it has struck a chord, but is it, is it making any money? What I do wonder about is this deal that they've got with Microsoft. Because there are people out there and I went on, you know, my, there's like gaming dad's groups on Facebook and Twitter and everywhere. And you kind of, you know, you get talking to people and a lot of people were saying that, Oh, I've got to wait till payday to, to play speech of a four and I can't afford it right now. And I'm literally going, I'm literally <laughs> going around these forums saying, have you got a half decent PC? Literally, have you got eight gigabytes of RAM, not even maybe four gigabytes of RAM and a decent graphics card or something that will, you know, um, will use some of that RAM for the, for the graphics. And they're like, yeah, one pound, mate. Or I don't even know how many dollars, like $1. fifty or something. Literally, just get on there. So if there's anyone at home thinking that they need to wait until, obviously, a lot of you are going to be experiencing troubles because of coronavirus and, and all of this. If you're thinking that you can't afford it, if you've got half-decent PC in your house, Ooh. just sign up to Xbox uh, Game Pass. Um,
1: also, yeah, Dylan, also... If anyone's listening that works at Microsoft Exports Game Pass sales team, give me and you're looking, some money. And you're looking to recruit someone new who's who's looking to, is really good at selling your product. Dylan's your man.
2: <laughs> I'm, it's not that, but I have to. You know, I people people should be playing this game. I think I think it's an important installment in it. I was extremely skeptical about it in 2018. I have warmed somewhat. You know, it's not. I'm not desperate to play it. I'll be, obviously, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you, but it is something nice. And I really love that it's been, it looks like it's been successful. If they've done, if they've made enough money through the deal with Microsoft and obviously <laughs> yeah. the licensing with Sega and all of the pre, pre orders for the limited edition stuff and this the, is- uh, you know, the physical stuff, I really, you know, I really want them to be successful because we, we need that. We need that man. We need this kind of stuff to be successful. I didn't, you know, I didn't want it to die a death. You know, I, I, I I, want, I wanted it to be. And you know, like, like you said, Chris, you know, Chris really loved it. Chris McCauley, who, who's part of our team, and and um, you know, he's he written a review. I'll, I'll put a link to a review on it. You know, he loved it. So, are you guys going to check it out now, Rob and Adrian? Gonna check it out Rob,
1: now? Rob wants to say something.
2: I know Rob's <laughs> going to give his opinion from his from his walkthroughs in a bit. But um, wait firstly, uh... Would you actually play the game?
0: I would have played it already, like ordinary. I mean, it wasn't that I intended to do. I like a lot, like a lot of what I've seen. I kind of not all of what I've seen, but I like kind of a good deal of what I've seen. I definitely, yeah, it's on what the list. Seeing,
2: all right, then. So, so, from what you've seen, what what do you like? This kind of cell shaded, um, kind of you know, like you said, Scott Pilgrimy anime. Do you like this mashup? Is it is it appealing to you? Is it how you would envisage a Streets of Rage? sequel would you not like prefer to see it sooner or in 3d or what what's your kind
0: i of mean de- definitely not 3d i think like you can't really do a game like this in 3d it's got to be 2d to a large extent i mm-hmm. uh, for what I, I think like from what i've seen it looks fairly playable maybe not necessarily as smooth as two or three in terms of gameplay mm-hmm. so, uh, stuff i do like the combo juggling looks really good like you can kind of uh like, hit people when they're up in the air, keep hitting them. I think that's definitely looks like an improvement. Yeah. And, like, uh, instead of kind of hitting people off-screen, they kind of bounce off the edge of the screen and come back, yeah. which is good. Like, you don't have to re- really wait, like, five, two or three seconds and come back on the screen the screen after you hit them to the side. Yeah. And uh, they seem to fix that bug that if you're holding a weapon, uh, you automatically switch it if you press punch while standing over a different weapon.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: mm-hmm. Because you press uh, a
2: different button, you press a different button to pick stuff up. So, one of the things I didn't quite like about it was that because on an Xbox gamepad, which I've got for my PC, it's like the polar opposite button of the, of the forward, like across. So, you pressing, you're pressing, um, attack on one side and then you kind of have to like flip your, flip, you have to like flip your thumb across to the other side to, to switch, to, to, to pick stuff up and then to start attacking again. So, I would, I would have preferred to keep it in the attack button but i don't know they're, they're probably they're probably just setting. there's so many settings in the game i mean you probably mm-hmm. can tweak that somewhere but yeah what, what do you think of the soundtrack how good is the soundtrack
0: i thought the soundtrack was really good like def- ultimately like some kind of tracks felt reminiscent of streets of rage 2 some felt reminiscent, mm-hmm. like reminded me a bit of streets of rage 3 i think interestingly enough because Kishiro wasn't in charge, but he did do some of the tracks on the game. Mm-hmm. And like I actually looked up which ones he did, and to me they aren't anywhere near the best ones in the mm. game, which is interesting. Like not oh, really it's... what I expected.
2: It's like the ones that are best are the ones where the guys have tried to homage his older work, mm. I think. Rather than him trying to come up with something obviously off the off the bat. But yeah, it is I think the ones that are sort of that feel like part of the Street of H2, Street of One soundtracks are just so nice i mean you could just literally just just stand still for a bit and just like listen to the you know they're, they're, they're that catchy and they're just you know they're that nice i think if it does come out on uh on vinyl i'm sure i'll stick it on vinyl yeah yeah of course, course. you gotta get it. i know keith fast asleep the moment, he's been but, kidnapped <laughs> um he's trying to sleep off the headache but you know um you know you gotta get it the soundtrack is so good i think it's one of the things that kind of it i'm i'm sort of intrigued to go back now just so i can listen to more of the soundtrack and then you know i didn't think that much of the bosses i don't know what people out there think of the bosses i thought it was nice to see shiver back that was cool actually and uh the barman from the second game uh, is in it as well he comes back later so there's a cool like new you know little cameos but the other bosses are pretty uninteresting and you pretty much do the same thing to beat them every time it's it's, it's a beat-em-up. Yeah. It's, it's a 2D beat-em-up. I don't, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. how much more can you do with it?
0: Yeah, Dill, you asked me about the graphics uh, kind of mm. a minute ago. So like, shady. I gotta, yeah, i got to say, I um, don't know if I really like the overall look. I don't know if it really works, quote-unquote, works for the Streets of Rage games. I think I was after maybe something that felt, maybe not necessarily grittier, but I guess mm. more... Pixely. Yeah, it kind of feels a bit like eh, yeah, a little bit pixely. I think that's maybe a good way of putting it. I haven't said that. I really like the look of the levels, like the backgrounds, especially the Chinatown stage, the art gallery oh, stage, yeah. and the very last level, like the Y Island one. I Although I think in, in terms of like the actual level design, there maybe wasn't enough variety in that for me. Like, yep. uh, you know, I want to kind of levels that kind of move differently to each other, if that makes sense, rather than just having different backgrounds.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they have tried a few different things. Um, it is. I mean, we have to remember that it's an indie game. It, this isn't mm. a AAA game. This hasn't mm. had, you know, millions spent on it. It's literally three, uh, three indie houses have come together, and you know, it does sometimes that the art style of the sprites and the backgrounds don't really match. They don't in like the other ones. But yeah, I think that
0: was definitely something I noticed. Like and. In terms of character design, like, I think, like, the new, you kind of mentioned earlier that there's a lot of repetition with, like, different characters. i got to yeah. agree with that. I think they could have had similar characters, but maybe just change the color palette a little bit, like, instead of having the same ones over and over again. Yeah. Oh, having said that, I did quite like the new character designs for the most part. Like, there's a character who's, like, a bit of, like, a, an Orange Cassidy-type slacker, and his name is Dylan. I
2: was going <laughs> to... I've got to save that for the end because it's quite nice to be immortalized. I like yeah. to think that my constant nagging on, on, on the social, because I've been, um, you know, I've liked sort dot of mu and, uh, um, lizard cubes pages for ages and I'm always moaning about something on there. I want to, <laughs> yeah. I want to think that they're taking the mick out of me. They're probably not. I'm <laughs> like, this guy's still he's slagging us off again. And I said, Put him in I, the game. and I said ages ago, I think one of the first thing was I kind of joined a chorus to get Adam in the game. I was like, get Adam in the bloody game, man. You guys suck. <laughs> I said something like that. And they did. So you guys out in, out in the world, you've got me to thank for moaning, moaning about Adam. I tried, I made a joke about getting more Streets of Rage 3 stuff in there, but they ignored me.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, uh,
2: but yeah, can like, yeah, Doctor of... as a DLC, I don't know. So... <laughs>
0: but like, I, I don't know. I did quite like the new character designs, like in terms of enemies. Like, the male characters mostly have a kind of Tom of Finland look to them. Don't Google that if you you don't know what that no, is. No uh, <laughs> yeah, what is like, what,
2: what is up with the dwarf characters? Like, seriously, like... But,
0: like, especially like kind of the cop characters. Like, they're all is uh, like all kind of like these kind of big beefy like kind of large men with moustache, <laughs> like brush mustaches it's and they're all white the which yeah. is so, a bit um, i don't know what the thinking behind that was and yeah it is a bit white yeah it's a bit along those lines
2: yeah the bits where you kind of have to beat the police up are really funny because when you go into the screen they kind of don't gravitate towards you straight away they start beating up everyone else on the screen and then they start beating you up. <laughs>
0: it's just so yeah, like ridiculous. The, the, the plot was like a little bit confusing about the police because are they against? Like you do have to fight them, or they fight you? Like are they against you because you're vigilantes, or because they're under mind control? I don't. Like know the that. game doesn't really seem to make up its mind about that. No, um, the
2: plot the plot's weak. I don't think anyone out there will say that. Oh my god, the plot is. But then the the plot in all of them is not. It's just you know to fit around the fighting <laughs> action isn't it it's not did you, it's not going really to win any win any awards
0: i mean did you think it was interesting that like the under, i i just thought it was an interesting underlying message that the the like the villains the y twins are using evil dance music to control people's minds and one of the main characters the heroes is literally carrying a, a guitar
2: <laughs> maybe well, it's yeah. like rock rock will kill dance music is that what you're saying make I rock know, not
1: war well, yeah
0: rock it's 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 interesting, like, but I, I know I quite like the cutscenes. Although pretty much every interlevel cutscene involves something crashing.
2: Yeah, something. Cr- I got. <laughs> I, I did get bored of those after a while. I did kind of skip them through. I was like mashing the button to kind of skip through to the next level. But yeah,
1: and,
0: With, yeah it's it's, it's not like, all it,
2: perfect, is it? It's it's not all. Per- it's it's a rough. It's a rough indie game that has it that has its charms, isn't it? Well,
0: I was going to say the other interesting thing about character design before we move on is that, did you notice like all the women in the game? And I'm not saying this is positive or negative. I have no opinion about it either way. The women are already sexualized in the game. Like there's lots of skimpy clothes, like lots of protruding breasts and wiggling, especially if you pick Blaze as your character. It's a bit,
2: I mean, if you just leave Blaze idle, I mean, literally, I mean, that's just like hours of fun. Just like looking at that. I mean,
1: it's just family friendly pod deal. It is.
2: I've not sworn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is, you know, I, I don't, I don't know why they've gone so, so gratuitous with it. I mean, like wow, I said, that
1: nineties, look at it, trying to get a nineties feel again.
2: I'm neither, I'm, I'm neither, um, turned on nor appalled by it. I'm kind of very, <laughs> very much on the fence about it. But yeah, it's, it's just, I mean, it is, you know, it, it's, it's made by, it's, it's an indie company. They're like, you know, three indie companies coming together to, to kind of, you know, homage and, make a make a proper streets of rage three sequel you know
0: but. i mean i did think the designs were cool having said that like uh like i say it's not positive or negative for me but i thought like a lot of the designs especially like i think the new kind of female characters just, just really cool
2: yes yeah. yeah i'll, I'll go uh, along with that i think they look all right I mean, the multiplayer thing looks really good. I haven't found anyone. I don't think anyone is randomly on PC. I just gonna remember, I'm going to say it one more time.
1: PC Game Pass. <laughs> I don't think anyone is on that. To did Dylan gets me. commissioned every time <laughs> he says it. I feel
2: like I feel like it's a game that is made for multiplayer. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Did you, maybe did you, did
1: you play lot... it multiplayer,
2: then? And then maybe no. So you can kind of you can go onto the servers and, and kind of wait for someone to play with. But um, I tried it, waited for a bit, and man. Yeah. No, no, no one wanted to play with me.
1: They saw, ah, oh, uh, I'm going to play. Oh, it's Dylan. <laughs> we hate Dylan. Let's ignore him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but on the other platforms, you oh, oh, it, much easier to find someone to play with. So you can just, you know, jump on the, uh, what's this on? This is yeah. on Switch, PS4, Xbox One, PC. Yeah, I am
1: tempted to get on the Switch, truthfully, just for that sort. I think it's all on there. Um, what well,
2: Game Pass. Game Pass. Oh, oh, Game Pass. Game Pass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you can't so you
2: know i think it's a multiplayer thing i think a lot of people who found it initially boring like me have been playing it one player but oh, a lot it's. of people are like oh yeah played it with my mate online oh yeah played it with this played it with my son <laughs> or my daughter oh, we smashed right through it but then they've seen all the stuff that you can unlock and i think you know i think it's good, good. i think i think it's brought streets of rage to the forefront of every, you know everyone's thinking again do you guys have any sort of closing things to say about? I think Rob, you might have a few more things to say about. Re, um, I've
1: got one thing to say. Fallen City Brawl is a game that we've put on our site, and I think that game looks pretty good. Actually, it's it's, yes. it's a bit more pixelated. It's, it's a it's a array sort of game. Let's be honest, side so scroll and beat him up. But for me, it just looks a bit more kind of like 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 uh, Rob said, there, a bit gritty, rough and ready, it, and the slightly bigger sprites. I actually think. Uh, that could be the sort of game to look out for. So that's another indie game coming up. It's not out yet, I don't believe, but that's the game I'm excited for. I put you... a link
2: to the... I put a link to that in the show notes as well, yeah, because we we uh interviewed Mike, who's who's working on
1: that. And he's a good guy. He's um, got a lot
2: of work ahead of him, but I think it's going to be good. I think
1: it does look be pretty cool. I love the art style. Uh, yeah. second thing before I, you know, we switch off is I've heard that if you unlock every character and you complete all the modes in the game and so forth, you get to fight a new boss at the end. Have you heard about this? No, nope. The Z triplets.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got you I got you you've been sitting on that for half an hour haven't you
1: <laughs> busted
2: Rob any final thoughts on Streets of Rage 4 or the Streets of Rage um, series as a whole
0: uh, yeah I'm glad like uh, Streets of Rage 4 has come out I'm glad like there's been a kind of mini resurgence of the 2D kind of scrolling beat em up as I said like I don't think that's really a kind of type of game that would work in 3D and I'm kind of glad that it's making a comeback into, you know, like in a new kind of thing. Having said that, like what I've seen, it would have been nice if they'd kind of had a little bit of a big, bigger budget and could have done more kind of stuff that felt fresh and innovative. But, yeah. having, you know, I still am looking forward to playing the game. I will definitely play the game at some point soon. And I'll give my opinion on the website whatever. But, like, uh, no, I'm... I think it's good. Like, it looks good. And looking forward to giving it more, like, proper hands-on um, attention.
2: Nice. Um, have you ever played Fighting Force? I think we mentioned it earlier, right Right back in the, the other pod. Oh, the, yeah, yeah the, I played the it on
0: N64. the N64. Mm-hmm. The N64 PS1 game. Yeah. No, I didn't. Like, I've seen it. I just didn't really fancy the look of it. Do you know what?
2: They, they really messed up the sequel. Fighting Force <laughs> 2 was an absolute shambles, right? Yeah. But the first one was all they tried to do was a 3D Streets of Rage, um, you know, sequel. So yeah. you literally just, you walk around in 360, uh, and it worked.
1: It, really it did work. Yeah. Work, I think. Surprisingly, yeah, surprisingly good actually.
2: The camera is a bit mad, obviously, <laughs> as you, as you sort of expect. And, you know, I, I played it on, um, on my N64 and it was a bit blurry, <laughs> but, It is good. It's crazy. You can like smash through walls. You kind of throw people still. You've got guns and stuff. You know, it's, it's good. I think if, if people are hankering for a 3D Street of Rage um, kind of game, then yeah, Fighting Force is definitely there. But yeah, you know, the final thing I'd say, yeah, I'd say, you know, Street of Rage 4, I think all of you guys out there are enjoying it. Some of you initially have found it boring like I did. Get back on it. Keep going with it because I think, the more you play it, I think that the more it grows on you. And I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to completing it and we'll just have to see where we go. So, you know, I suppose the question is, what do you guys want to see next? Do you want to see the Golden Axe? Do you want to see Comic Zone? You know, what, 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 what can they pitch to Sega next? Tweet us, you know, message us. And, you know, from all of us, good night.
3: Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. If you want to get in touch regarding this week's episode or anything else, you can tweet us at ArcadeAttackUK, at Barlow 82 and at Arcade underscore Adriano. We're also on Facebook at Facebook.com slash ArcadeAttackUK. Please check out our website at ArcadeAttack.co.uk for lots of retro gaming goodness, interviews, reviews, features, top tens, etc. And you can also find all our previous podcasts there.